0: What's up, guys? This is Ron Windham with the Not-So-Small Talk podcast. Today is 19 September. Just wrapped up Week 2 Fantasy Football in the League of St. Patrick and the Melody Broners. Got together with Rico, Big Rico, and Dylan Jones. So, for the guys in the league, yes, Dylan Jones is a name that is not in the league, but he is a, uh, a Godfather-type-like original member of Matt's league and so we thought it was appropriate to you know bring him on and let him check out the status of the league see see who's uh who's playing this year so we brought him on he's in some other fantasy football leagues so he had some good analysis kind of graded the teams a little bit um so it was good to have him on so uh Dylan uh I know this isn't your league but we appreciated having you on so like last week we run through the we run through the awards we gave out some awards Uh, The names are still evolving, so we run back through the names and kind of what they mean. Um, And then the topics for this week, we talked about some trades. So this league, compared to uh, most years, and uh, even this year, uh, some other leagues that I'm in, um, there's a lot of trades in this league uh, for two weeks. I think there's been four total. So we covered uh, the three trades that happened this week. Excuse me. Um... Talked about each trade, graded each trade, um, did some analysis type stuff, so that was cool. Then we got into a situation, or, or we covered a situation that happened in the, in the league this week. So there was some drama. We had some drama in the league. I'm not going to step on the pod. I'll, uh, I'll fill you guys in on what happened, but it involved a veto, a possible veto. So we go over the trade, we talk about what happened, why why there was some contention, you know how we feel about vetoes, uh, just in general, uh, in fantasy football, and you know whether we think uh, they make sense to to keep having in leagues year after year. Uh, but I'm not going to step on the pot, so I'll, I'll let you listen to to that um, in the actual pot itself. So, uh, moving on, we you know we covered the rest of the matchups. Uh, this is a 10 team league, so we are sorry, 12 team league. So we covered the six matchups just like last week. Uh, talked about each team and what we like what we dislike and you know gave out those awards so uh great pod I really appreciate Rico and, and Dylan dialing on or dialing in um we we kind of went over over time I usually like to keep these things to an hour so apologies for running a little bit long but full of great content a couple lives here and there so uh, appreciate it enjoy the show
1: fantasy football's begun got my team the draft is done I'm the guy you can't ignore. Yes, I am hardcore. So, we
0: What's, we it? Go. What's going on? Uh, we didn't time you, but we had a bet five minutes under or over it would take you to figure out how to get into this podcast. I think now, you might have beat it, though. You might have been under. Yeah, we're at four actually we're, yeah. We're at four
1: and a half. So, no, why that? I had to take care of a little business.
0: Uh, I, I was explaining to Dylan your business.
1: Yeah, exactly. I don't <laughs> want to put it in the
0: chat. I don't want to put myself out there. Yeah, that's what I told Dylan. No oh, problem with that. All right. So week number two, fantasy football. So before we get into the into the meat and potatoes, so Dylan's not actually in the league, but he has a history with the league. So Dylan, if you want to introduce yourself to the league and, you know, explain your history and why you're no longer with us, feel free. Uh, I don't know why I'm no longer in the league, to be honest with you. It's been a couple of years, but I've uh, been in a couple of times back and forth. Just, I don't know. I, just, I guess I wasn't invited back for some reason. Uh, but, I, I mean, I grew up with all of you guys, so I know all you guys. So, um, most of you are pretty shitty at fantasy football. So, it's going to be uh, the teams are decent. I looked over the teams for quite a bit earlier, and I do have my own opinions on what teams are, are the best uh, in terms of potential. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty much the background of it. So I uh Matt, I think it got asked a couple of times like why you're not in the league and I feel like the only text I saw was like Matt saying you're a Falcons fan and you talked about the Falcons too much. <laughs> is there like a is there a story behind there or something? There's no story at all. I mean I'm a Falcons fan. What am I supposed to do? Not like my yeah, team yeah. and when we talk about the NFL and not talk about the Falcons. I mean. Yeah. I mean, Matt, Matt's team mascot is uh, Salt, because he's like the most salty person I've ever met, like right now. Like he's literally not talking to me because he's still upset, and we'll get into that later, but um, yeah, I think you should be in the league. That's just a personal opinion. but Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean I don't know who's, who's Charlie Banks and Joe Trock? Like I mean, those are probably people Matt knows now, right, I would imagine. Rico, that's uh, that's his cousin, and then what a friend they play yeah. softball with or something. Yeah, yeah, it's a
1: guy we played softball with a couple years ago.
0: Oh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've only known you guys since we were like twelve, but no big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I the think it's, it's messed, messed old, up. You know. It's messed up, bro.
1: <laughs> I wasn't gonna
0: argue it because you know I've been in and out of the league myself, but no, all good. Fine. Okay, yeah. all right. So let's jump into this thing. So uh, Dylan, and for the group too, because we got some awards here one through six, and the names have been evolving. Um, So the first award is called Melody's Game of the Week. Uh, It's called Melody because uh, Matt refuses to actually give this league like an actual creative name. And so, Dylan, I don't know if you were there or Rico, but there was this infamous lap dance that happened on a St. Patrick's Day back in uh, high school that Matt happened to be the subject of. (laughs) And so I named our league St. Patrick and the Melody Broners. Uh, until Matt actually comes up with a name, so Melody's game of the week is the best fantasy matchup of the week. Uh, usually, uh, I haven't seen an instance where it not or it makes any sense other than to like give it to the the matchup that has the smallest margin of victory. Uh, but maybe we'll an, another case will come up. But that's uh, award number one. Uh, award number two, uh, Cora named the Golden Apple, which goes to uh, the best team in a win. So the team that scored the most points. The Maximus Award is uh, Maximus from the Gladiator. And so that goes to the team that had the best starter. Um, the Melman Award, uh, this is named after Carl Malone because he's uh, kind of uh, universally known as the best NBA player to never win a championship. So it goes to the team in a loss that had the biggest starter bust. Then you've got the Narshawn Award, named after Marshawn Lynch, who goes to a team uh, with a loss that had the best bench player um, that if that team would have played, uh, could have possibly won the game or at least made it more competitive. And then finally, uh, last but not least, is uh, the 19 Dolphins Award because they may be the worst team of all time.
1: Well, everybody Uh, wants out of Miami right now. Everybody's trying to get traded.
0: I've never, I've never seen. I mean, it, it is like the you know 2019 social media days, and athletes have a uh, a platform to get themselves out. But I don't think I've ever seen a worse NFL team Have you guys. No, not at all, Dylan. What's up? I have missed you seen it. A, Sorry. Have, you, have you seen a worst uh, or, or worst uh, NFL team besides the the 19 Dolphins? Uh... The Browns any- that one year were pretty shit, but, I mean, the, the the scoring margin's been pretty awful, right? They've lost, I mean, 100 and, like, what, like 10 to 20 or something like that, total combined score? It's pretty awful. Yeah,
1: yeah, but Dylan, you're talking about the Browns were shitty, but they still had a good defense.
0: They just didn't score
1: enough points. Like, Miami doesn't score any points. yeah. No, no right, offense. right.
0: Well, I mean, the, the Lions that one year were pretty bad. But, no, I mean, the Dolphins right now through two games have been the worst NFL product I've ever seen. I don't know if it's the worst of all time, but I was listening, you know, there's a lot more – um, Podcast and just information out there on betting because it's legal, but they were talking about the spreads and um, the last two spreads of the Dolphins have like reached historics. Uh, oh, sure, it, it's been an unreal. Dude, so I think. About, go ahead.
1: How about this week when they're uh, the whoever they're playing? They play New England. No, I agree, I mean, hundred yeah. percent. I mean Patriots too. For new for New England, the spread opened up at minus twenty two and a half. That's
0: insane for an NFL game. Like absolutely yes. insane.
1: I agree, hundred percent.
0: All right, so if there's no question on the wards, uh, we'll get into some of the topics. So topic number one, I, there's there's been a lot of movement in this league compared to, uh, I think, leagues in the past, and I know definitely in the, uh, the three other leagues I'm in, Like, there's, there's already been, I think, four trades. So there's three covered, uh, will be covered in this pod, but um, there was a trade, I think, after week one with Corey and Mosley, which was like a blockbuster in itself. But um, I thought we have to definitely cover the trades just because there's there's been three in, like, the last week. So, um, Rico, do you have any initial thoughts, just overall thoughts on the trades before we get into the details?
1: Uh, I mean, obviously, the trade that swept our league was the Kamara trade. That was pretty intense. <laughs> that was intense. We're going to jump right into that one.
0: We, we, let's hold off on that one because we'll get into the second veto topic. So oh, hold I know. on that one. I was just saying, I was just trying to get the people something to hear. And I've, I've given Dylan the back the backstory, so I think he's <laughs> prepped and ready. Yeah. Um, Dylan, have you had any uh, – how many leagues are you in this year? Uh, just one. Just, just one, one league this year. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Rico? How many leagues are you in? I, I'm in I'm two. Two and two. So you, have yeah. you guys had any other trades in your other leagues? No, we actually haven't. We haven't had any trades at all in that league, surprisingly. Nope. I've nope. had zero trades. Yeah. I mean, we've had four. Um, and, you know, I think most of the people listening to this podcast will be uh, people in the league. But for, for people who are not, like, this is not a shit league. This is like a $150 entry in, uh, entry fee. So it's not like people don't care. So I think it – I don't know if that increases the amount of movement because more people are – uh vying for position and and trying not to get like a one three start but there's been crazy amounts of movement so we'll get into the first one um so rest in peace eddie money which is uh matt traded alvin kamara to ronnie's red redemptions which is me for david montgomery and michael gallup so i don't want to get into the 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 um controversy of this trade we'll just talk about the trade itself uh, and I, I got a feeling you guys aren't fans, so let me hear it. Uh, I mean, pre, pre-injury, pre it was fine, right? I mean, Michael Gallup's having a good year. Uh, David Montgomery's is what he is. I mean, I don't think – I think it is one-sided. I think Alvin is the top five running backs. You're not getting a good return. But, I mean, if he thought Michael Gallup was going to be really good, then i get it. But, you know, hindsight's 20, 20. Didn't know he's going to go down for the year. Right.
1: Well, he's not down for the year, is he? he need I mean, down for a year. month. Yeah he's, yeah. yeah, he's down for four, a month. So four four I mean, weeks, 46 weeks. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't mind the trade. I don't hate the trade. But, I mean, I still don't see why Matt gave up Alvin Kamara. You know?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and, and rag on Matt for the trade because at the end of the day, like, you like who you like. Um, yeah. But so just scrolling down and looking at his team this week or this past week, um, he went 0-2. And I think scoring 65 points gives you a, a sense of urgency. Um, I guess my question is looking at his team is, like, he's got a lot of Bears. Like, he's got Tariq Cohen. He's got Allen Robinson. He's got the Bears defense. Like, I realize he's a fan of the Chicago Bears, but I don't I don't encourage or recommend, like, just staffing he, your team with Chicago Bears players. No, shitty offense.
1: <laughs> well, but, mean, and on. that, too. Right. Like, but then if you look, look at his roster still, he has a lot of guys from the same division, too, NFC North. Has Matthew Stafford as quarterback, so it's like you're, you're picking players that you see play every every day, just about. You know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would have never made that trade, but it sounds like you guys don't hate it. If obviously, if Gallup would have stayed healthy, I mean, I and I get, I, I guess, I kind of get his album Kamara piece, being that Drew Brees is out. Maybe he think he's thinking they're going to be more run heavy and he'll get less touches. I guess I'm not, I'm not sure. I mean, I'm just trying to grab right. straws here on what his thought process was. But I mean, I don't love it by any means. But a trade to trade, people make bad trades all the time. Right in real sports, so yeah. I mean, I think he was projecting. I mean, I think he had to take a little bit of risk just because he was going zero and two, and so I think you have to look at the upside with Montgomery and say, hey, you know, eventually the Bears are gonna like get their shit together and figure out that they shouldn't be throwing the ball like thirty times a game with Mitch Trubisky, and they should go back to like Chicago Bears football and play good defense and run. So if Montgomery can make up a little bit of uh, Kamara's point total. And you get a healthy gallop, then that's a solid flex play. So I think I think that kind of if that was his thought process, I I think it makes sense. It's it's hard to pull that trigger on your your number two overall pick in week two, but you know can't you can't can't hate on it. See your story. See your story. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the second trade was on the block, which is Nolan, traded Sony Michelle and Terry McLaurin. To hungry dog, which is Kiefer for Keenan Allen and Naeem, uh, Naeem Hines. So I had some initial thoughts on this trade uh, when I first saw it. I texted in the group chat like I thought it was a. I thought it, the trade made a lot of sense. I'm a big Sony Michelle fan. Enrico, I think you were in that text chain when we were talking with Corey. Like, just the team that he's on. He's the only you know first and second down back on that squad. They're just going to score a lot of touchdowns. So you, even if he isn't. Even if there's, like, a running back carousel, um, he's still going to find the end zone 10 times this year. He's going to have around 800, 900, possibly 1,000 yards rushing. I agree. Um, Yeah, so I think he's a great player. And Terry McLaurin, I mean, he's an up-and-comer. I I don't think he's going to do it for 16 games, but I, I like every single player in this trade. And I think Naeem Hines is a throwaway. I mean, I think he's already been dropped. So it's really Sony and Terry for Keenan Allen.
1: I I totally agree with that because you're picking up Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen, I think he's a he's a he's a wide receiver number one probably, depends on who you have as a wide receiver on your team.
0: Right. Yeah, I don't hate it. I mean, I don't know why they chose I mean, Terry mm-hmm. Collins is just as bad as Naeem Hines, in my opinion. I mean, he's got like, a little bit more production this year, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, you could have just done Sony for Keenan Allen; it'd have been fine. I don't see any anything wrong with that. Just the two of them. Yeah, I mean, I think for the Keenan Allen owner, I mean, I think Terry McLaurin, his ceiling is a flex, but I, I don't think you're pay- playing that guy in the playoffs. or are feeling like very comfortable about it, especially not in the Redskins. So, yeah, I agree with you, Dylan. Like, I think Sony Michelle for Keenan Allen is a fair trade if you need a running back and the other team needs a receiver. Yeah, I mean, Naheem Hines may be all right. Well, I think Marlon Mack may be out this week, so you maybe get some extra production for one week. Right. But other than that, it's just kind of a wash. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think. Um no one, like, loaded up on running backs, which he does every year. And then, obviously, Kiefer thought that he could replace Keenan Allen's production. So, I, I think it's a pretty even trade.
1: But, yeah, if you, but if you look a little bit deeper, dive into it deeper, Hungry Dog is a huge Georgia fan. So, he had to pick up a Georgia running back, too. <laughs> I
0: I you know? honestly wouldn't put that past Kiefer. <laughs> he had to get a little, a little dog in him. Like, Matt Matt has the, the Bears, and then uh, Kiefer uh, just – Goes for the dogs.
1: It is what it is.
0: All right, trade number three. So this was uh, blackout Moe's, which I think he's since trade his or changed his name again for like the fifteenth time. Uh, He traded Robert Woods and Will Fuller to Red Redemptions, which is me again for Aaron Rodgers and
1: Chris Thomas. I will. Go ahead. So you gave up. You gave up Aaron Rodgers.
0: Yes. Good move. Good move.
1: I respect that,
0: and only because I have, only because I have Lamar Jackson at quarterback, and he's balling out right now. Yeah, and and, and also um, Kyler Murray, and I'm not going to get any value for Kyler Murray. So Aaron Rodgers right now, he basically just wasted. I, uh, he's not he's not going to play right now. It's weird that uh, he traded you for. Him. Oh, I guess he had Breeze, so he had to get a backup. Or he had to get a good quarterback, so it makes sense for him too. I mean, unless he's going to drop off the free agent list, but right with twelve with twelve teams, that that uh, quarterback free agency pool is pretty pretty slim. Yeah, and if you look at his bench, I mean, he wasn't even starting. I don't think he was even starting Robert Woods this week, which I'm a huge obviously no. huge fan because I traded for him. But uh, I mean, he's got. Well, I guess he played Robert Woods last week. He's got he's got Ridley. Um, Gordon, obviously Melvin Gordon, um, he's doesn't he got tons of good receivers. So yeah. He's not really, uh, I mean, he's getting Rogers and Chris Thompson. What's he need? He needs a quarterback and he needs a, uh, a, a good backup running back. Cause Marlon Mack may be out. So right. that, uh, that, I mean, it makes sense for him. Um, it made sense for you. Obviously you got you traded a, a top five fantasy quarterback and Rodgers and got good pieces in return. Right. Yep. I agree. You got anything else, Rico?
1: No, nah, not really on that trade. I think that was an even trade all the way around. Because I think that that's probably actually a little bit – that probably helped you a lot a lot too, with picking up a number one wide receiver, Robert Woods.
0: Yeah, I, I think, think it's – I needed some depth, so I've gotten rid of all my depth. So to me, it was a it was a depth play. I, I can't play Aaron Rodgers for the last, and I obviously I drafted him. I think in the sixth round, so I drafted him as a starter, and he hasn't played. He's not going to play for the first three weeks, so kind of wasted. Yeah. Cool. Um, all right. So Rico, have you uh you got have you engaged in any trade talk or what's up?
1: Uh, Corey? To make moves. Corey's actually sent me a handful of the trades. Uh, he wants he wants Le'Veon Bell. Uh, he sent me over. He sent me over like another running back, one of his running backs. So has Steve your
0: has your evaluation on Le'Veon changed with the the quarterback mono
1: injury thing? Uh, no, not really. Just because now, I mean, actually, for me, he has more value than anything because I think they're going to run the ball a lot more, and they have to throw a lot of wide receiver screens, or RB screens, running back screens every day yeah. to him. So, my honest opinion. So, if anything, I'll probably see after this week how Le'Veon does, how his production is. See if I put them, if I give him up on the trade.
0: What do you think, Dylan? You are you a Le'Veon fan? Uh. I mean, he's a workhorse, right? He's gonna get a ton of carries, gonna get a ton of touches. I think he's gonna—they're gonna get stacked boxes against him, uh, especially with the backup backup quarterback. I mean, I don't, don't know how much value he's gonna have um, without without a, without a competent quarterback in there. Right. I mean, I I know he's drafted as a running back one. Um, I mean, he's gonna to have to rely on so much damn volume. I mean, this being like a .3 is D didn't know that, Dylan? It's a twelve-team .3 PPR. And so, I mean, he's literally going to have to get like 25 carries or 25, 30 touches a game to be relevant in this league. I just, I don't know how, maybe he can't sustain that, but with his workload already and yeah, Yeah. and he's out for a year and that seems terrible. It's not something I would like particularly bank on, but I mean, it's possible. He's, he's, the talent's obviously there. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting.
1: But we'll see, we'll see. I mean, but also the big thing about Le'Veon, too, is he also splits out as a slot receiver as well. So he's a guy that is on the backfield.
0: Right? Oh, yeah, he can do it all for sure.
1: Uh, so I think that helps. He's right, got talent. But
0: the, yeah, the talent's there. He's just – I mean, just that offense around him is – are they going to – they're just going to key on him the whole time. I mean, he's going to
1: be the right. main focal point every week. Right. The, the, <laughs> the question's going to be, who's going to start this week him uh, uh, a quarterback?
0: Huh. Yeah, That'll be interesting.
1: Ask them me the question.
0: Speaking speaking of starting, I don't know why that reminded me of this, but dude, how shitty is this Thursday night game tonight? Like, uh, at Tennessee, Tennessee and
1: Jacksonville. Yeah, out of three teams, <laughs> I don't have a single player playing tonight. I had that for the last. I had that for the last two weeks. It's and been two of terrible. Got to have a single player. And that Monday night game
0: was terrible too. Like they they've got to figure out a way to like you know with the NBA they do like the players game of the week or something. Like they gotta yeah. figure out a way, or at least I don't. I don't know why the first game of the year or the first Monday night, of the game of the year, they do the two games and then they go back to one. Like I feel like they should do two games a week on Monday night, like an East Coast and a West Coast, and you got at least a, like a better better odds of getting a, a decent game because these games are terrible on Thursday and Monday night. I mean, the Thursday night game I... is always terrible. It doesn't matter to the team; it's just the preparation. There's no yeah, but even if even if you had decent preparation time, like, these teams are nobody. Who wants to see the Titans play the Jags? Like, who- I mean, you say that because I mean, you're thinking big market, but in the, in the AFC South, it could be. I mean, the Titans are what one and one right now. Um, they could easily, easily either one easily beat the Texans and win the AFC South. Um, yeah, yeah, but even just putting being a Falcons fan aside, like, fantasy football, like, there's no relevant players on this team like if you were to like these are televised games like if you're going to sit there and plan out a calendar and i get it like a little bit of it it's like a bingo and they just pick teams but you should be able to like to some degree pick teams that are at least one out of the two teams be relevant to sports or to to the league and to fans like no one's going to tune in to watch this game
1: I mean, I'll watch uh, it just because it's football, NFL right. Thursday night. But I mean, I I totally agree. There are a lot of bad matchups. Now I got my computer up and I'm looking at next week's uh, schedule. Week four, you got the Eagles against Green Bay. That'll that'll That's be good a look. good game. That's a Thursday on on a, yeah Thursday night. Yeah. Eagles Green Bay.
0: So who's this Monday's night? Because I think the Mondays, Monday the Monday uh, Monday night's game
1: not very good either. Uh, bears night's Yeah, Bears Redskins and the big. Mm, That's terrible. The biggest thing. Not yeah, not terrible at all, but. I mean, it's going to be a low-scoring game because neither team can score points.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the hell's going on with Chicago. Like, I feel like they think they're the Saints or they're some team that can do all this magical stuff. Like, it's 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 awkward <laughs> watching them play.
1: Whoa, Dylan! What's up with your ankle biter? Hey, man, it's the pup. No, that one's oh, not the ankle. Pup. That's the little one. That's oh, little. My oh, that, that ankle biter.
0: Yep. Alright, so uh let, let's move on a little bit. So we'll we'll go back to the first trade. So Rico you you've uh you alluded to it. We had a little bit of contention happen this week in the league. Um so why don't you help us why don't you help explain what happened
1: this week? So the trade was made Tuesday night, was it, Ryan? No, it was Monday morning. No, wait, okay, Tuesday tray- morning. Tuesday morning. Yeah, okay. The trade was made Tuesday morning. And, um, yeah, trade, excuse Tuesday morning and Matt being the commissioner, Texas, Ron said he accepted the trade. The trade was accepted hundred percent. It's going through and not
0: even well, just after, accepted. Let me tell you this. He proposed that trade to me. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Whoa. So that's I a could, whole nother play. So, well, so via text, so we were go back and forth and text. I never actually made him offer. We we're just talking about players that we were interested in. And so I told him I was going after after Kamara. And so we had talked previously and stuff. And so he was trying to figure out what pair to get for Kamara. But he was initially the person that put together Montgomery and Gallup. Just FYI. So it's not like I was I, ever targeting Gallup. I didn't think he would take that offer. Um, so I, it wasn't something that I proposed because I didn't think he would like. I, I didn't think he like the combination. So I just want to throw that out there that – He's the one that sent me Gallo.
1: See, I didn't know that. So now, and now it makes sense why he retracted his state, why he retracted the trade. He he tried to go in and veto the trade himself because he sent you over the trade. Now it makes sense. Well, so why he was playing defense.
0: Yeah, I mean, so he, you know, I, I I think I eventually actually sent it and he accepted it or whatever, and so that's why it probably looks that way. But like, so it was weird for me because we did it that morning. I think it was like at nine or whatever. And then the news didn't come out. I was literally leaving work. And so it had to be like around four through 34. I don't know. And so initially when I saw, he like sent me a screenshot of the alert um, with the news. And at first I felt bad. Like I was just like, ah, that's shitty. And then he's like, I think I'm going to veto it. And I'm just like, the more I thought about it, I'm like, wait, what? Like you can't just veto your own trade. And so then this is the part that pissed me off. Originally, I felt bad. And I was like, I understand where you're coming from. Like, that sucks. But what pissed me off was that he was like, all right, well, what do you think about if we take it to a vote? And I'm like, all right, that's fair. Like, pull the league. Like, see what they think. And I was like, look, the only stipulation or like the only thing that I want out of that is we need to put the email. Like, we need to make the email together because you're going to write the email in such a, you know, in such a flavor that it's going to sound like, you know, i I screwed you type, some type of way. And like, you're, you're the victim of this thing. And he goes, all right, deal. I'll write up the email. I'll send it to you. Let it, you review it. And then we'll send it to Lee. And I'm like, all right, bet. So I sent him this long text message of like, all right, these are the points that I, ma- I want made in your email. And it was basically the facts. It was like, all right, what time did we actually make the trade? You know, how did we get to the players, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm like, all right, cool. This is fine. Like, Hey, if the league wants to veto it, that's fine. I don't think they will. This motherfucker doesn't, never responds to me and just sends the text or sends the email to the league and doesn't mention any of the facts. Like, he's just like, hey, will you veto this trade? And that's what like pissed me off. It wasn't the fact that he was asking the league, it was the fact that he completely went against everything he said he would do to like try to make this process fair.
1: Well, see, Ron, what I didn't understand was almost every league I played in, the, all the other team owners had the opportunity to veto the trade. So I was wondering why he was pushing so hard for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it is kind of weird. I didn't get. Yeah. Well,
0: I mean, obviously because because of the news of the injury. But, yeah, I mean, you kind of let that. And that's fine. Like, I didn't mind him pulling the league. It was more of, like, he didn't even, like, give me an opportunity to weigh in the facts of, like, actually how did the trade go down? Because I didn't want it to be a situation where people thought, you know, I I had news before he did. I had this insider information. And then – Real quick, I tried to pull a fast one and propose this trade. That's the way to me it would have
1: appeared it went down, which is not how it went down. Well, to me, at the end of the day, with the trade, like you know who you're trading for. Right. So, so you if you're going to watch football over the weekend or you know, you do your research on Twitter, you know for a fact he got hurt yesterday, the day before, or Monday, right. whatever. It says MRI. Yeah, it says MRI all over the app. Yeah, so then but my but my biggest thing is is I just don't understand why why you have to veto or why you have to poll the league for a veto. I mean you if anybody else made that trade, if I make that trade and I find out a player is hurt, he's gonna be like, Oh well, I hate to see it. If oh, you did it you did it to, to Corey, he'll be like, Oh well, Corey I hate to see it or
0: Ron I hate to see it. Right. Right. I mean that, that was definitely insult to injury in the fact that like us knowing Matt, if that was someone else in that situation, like he's not gonna go pull the league. He would just like you said, like he'd say Tef Titty instead of the kitty type. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But see, then also also, but in his defense, it looks bad because he's a commissioner too. So, you know, that that's that's why it look I think that's why it looks so bad. Right. You know what I'm
0: saying? Right. Um yeah, and so I I wrote down some questions here, like just in terms of veto. And so I don't know what your guys' experiences with veto, but mine have never been good with this this tool and this app. I it, it makes absolutely no sense to me why you give other commissioners or other GMs in the league an opportunity to vote on a trade. It, it make, it, and I'll give you guys an opportunity to try to convince me why that's a good idea. Um, but it, to me, it's made absolutely no sense. And like any any league that I'm a commissioner, I completely disabled the veto. Uh, option and I make the trade automatic as soon as you make the trade the teams flop and you move on with your day uh that's true <clears throat> that's how I think I think it should be that way too but I mean I'm sure the initial reasoning for it was that you don't want you know to be in 150 league and then Rico's oh and four and you're four and oh and he's like hey I'll trade you Alvin Kamara for Michael Gallup straight up like you know what I mean? It's, it's, no, it's, I completely. The reason for it is that I mean I think that's the initial reasoning for it. But the thing is, is I, that like, there the league commissioner can always go and modify rosters, right? And so if that was to happen, I mean you don't need a vote to figure that out, um, right? Everybody would I be agree. pissed I think I think veto always causes issues. It always causes always. It issues. It's stupid. It's a it's a conflict it's, of interest. People make bad trades in every single sport. People make dumbass moves. Oh, it is what it is. Exactly. Like as in every sport, people make dumb baseball moves, people make dumb basketball moves, people make dumb NFL NFL moves. Same thing, no different. You're a, you're a, a manager, you fucked up. I mean, yeah, that, that is what it is. Uh, that is true. Live, live with it.
1: See, but like, but like, going back to what you said about the commissioner can can like change my roster. Like, my biggest worry was, I hope this doesn't happen. But let's say I started a guy who didn't get like I started Alshon Jeffrey just past week, right, against Atlanta. He he gets hurt and and the. First quarter and he's out, but I have a wide receiver who scores twenty points. Can I go in there and ask him, hey, could you add the twenty points to my league or to my team total? You know what I'm saying? I think it opens up a lot of a lot of doors for other things.
0: Yeah, but you would figure like the team that you were playing would know that. And they'd be like, yo, what the fuck? Get this guy out of our league. Like this this league is bootleg. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that would never happen. And plus even if that happened, like you can't, you look at the 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 recent activity, you know, the, the the rundown, like you would see that people added points or they like interchange. It would say like LM modified, and so all that stuff is recorded. You can't erase that. And so, to me, that is the veto feature: is the fact that the LM, if something so egregious happened where someone was actually colluding, it's like, hey, get that guy the fuck out of our league. Um, I'm never going to be your friend again. I can't believe you'd actually cheat at some like fantasy football and screw your friends. <laughs> right. like, I, why is this even like, this is stupid? I guess like the veto, right. the only reason I would, the veto would make sense is if you, you're in a league with a bunch of randos. Like if you do like one of those random leagues where you just like join to join. join right. Yeah. That might be a veto league. But if you are in a, a league with a bunch of friends and people that, you know, just disable the damn thing. Right. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. So, all right. I remember
1: when we first when we first started years ago. I remember Nolan used to veto everybody's trade.
0: Yeah, I was actually su- surprised Nolan's actually come around. I mean, he was like, he was like, "Hey, the only reason is for collusion." And I remember that too. Was he was like, "That trade's not fair," and it's like, "Dude, why would I make a trade if it was fair? Like, if I'm trading points for points, I, there's no point in me making a trade. I, I'm trying to get, I'm trying
1: to gain advantage. It's the whole point of a trade." So, All right, I think. But all go ahead. But hold. Last thing about vetoes. Like I do, I do know. I don't know if MLB still does it, but you, like years ago, they used to like owners were able to. Got made a trade. A GM, an owner made a trade. Another team. The other teams in the league could veto that trade. And the MLB.
0: What. Yeah, really? I, I, mean, that, I, it,
1: I, I bet it rarely happened though. I don't know if it ever. Happened. Oh yeah. I mean, think I mean, about the precedent
0: more... on that. Like, if one, if a, if a, if a, if one commissioner started that rally, like they would be ostracized and just blacklisted. Like, what a fucktard. No, would hurt. All right, let's move on. Let's get into the matchups. I'm off my soapbox, and I will say, right. Matt, I know you're mad at me, and you won't talk to me, and you won't uh, come on the podcast, which I, I think is dumb. Um, you. You, you break the most balls, so you should be able to, to take a little ball breaking. It's all in the sport of fun. Uh, initially, I did feel bad uh, about the situation. And I, I would have, you know, been sympathetic with the fact that you just completely didn't allow me to, <laughs> like, be part of the email. That pissed me off. So, you get what you get for the rest of the year. And I hope you go 0-16. So, that's that. All right, moving on. So, the first matchup of the week was... Uh, the Redemptions versus Who Wants Sony on the Block, which that team name has changed. Uh, it's Nolan's team. He, he uses his team name as like a, an, an, ad, an
1: advertisement, like a billboard. Um, but it started out all running backs on the block before.
0: Yeah. Um, so just kind of looking at some of the, the matchups, um, <laughs> the thing that jumps off the board to me is Josh Gordon. I think that's a, a tough situation the rest of the year. If if you if Anthony or Anthony Antonio Brown keeps playing, I don't know how you can start him comfortably week to week.
1: That's true. I mean, but if like, you look at his receivers, he doesn't. He has AJ Green, but he's out. He didn't score any points last week. So right. I mean, you're talking. So you're talking about he really doesn't have any. Oh, he's money. got. He's got. Uh, well, he does have Keenan Allen now. So don't forget about that. Yeah, he he does now. He does now. So I uh, he he only has two receivers though. Well he has he has Amendola, but they don't have a they don't have a quarterback. Bro, you, could, you can drop can You can
0: drop him. Yeah, he, but he's got he's got he's got OBJ, he'll have um, or, excuse me, Keenan, Matthew Stafford.
1: Yeah.
0: And then he'll have uh we have two receivers, but you're right. Yeah, I mean Devin Singletary, hopefully he comes back. Oh, wait, who, good, did, but... who did he trade again? He traded Sony.
1: Yeah, right, he so he, he doesn't traded... have Sony, but he got, Personally, I w- he's got
0: he's got he's got running back though. I would have kept Sony and traded. Mark Ingram. I don't know if that but was an option. If, you don't know if that was. Yeah, yeah I don't think that would matter. I don't an know option. if that's an option. I can't imagine. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, Mark Ingram's going to be good too because they're going to be run, they're going to be very run heavy. They're not going to pass as much all year. Yeah, and it's point three. Well, they might, but Yeah, and it's point three. So I mean, he. I mean, Mark Ingram doesn't catch the ball, but it really doesn't matter in a point three PPR. Right, he's a he's a work right. I mean, this this matchup alone. I mean, I'll go ahead and kind of. I guess I'll kind of skip a little bit, but uh, looking at all the other matchups, I thought this one was the best matchup of the week prior to the, it playing out, and it was still a close game. Yeah, um, Granted, I know there was another game that was one-point difference, but... This scored the most points being the closest margin of victory. Right, right, right. Yeah. right. So, yeah, I mean, the other one was 82.9 and 81.3. they yeah. both shit scores. Right. I mean, those are awful. Right. Whereas this first one was 121 to 112. I mean, he gets any production out of uh, Josh Gordon. I mean, he plays Devin Singletary over Josh Gordon. That's nine-point different. That's a That's a win. Right, so I think that's a I think that's a good case for being in the Melody's game of the week. Then I mean, I think it scored the a lot of points, and he could definitely could have won the game if if he had made a sub. I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, but I mean, I think that's a good case where maybe it wasn't the smallest margin of victory, but it probably turned out to be the better game just because the most points were scored.
1: Our program to bring you this important message.
0: I want to put Bobby reigning champ 2028 on blast for his bullshit trade offers. Trying to sell me these scrub ass players like a used car salesman. Come on. This isn't my first fantasy league. The dude tried to trade me once and hide for Mike Evans. Claiming this was the best he could do on short notice. Okay bro. Then I'm quoting him, Okay, you're twisting my leg and I'll be losing on this trade. But I can go as high as once. plus Ash Green, plus McCoy or Singletary for Evans and Rivers. Get the fuck out of here with this used car salesman BS talk to me when you're ready to play with a real big dog. Yeah, Yeah. and just the the teams overall, I think, are better than the other two teams. I mean, I'm not a big fan of Juju Lemons team. Rico, I mean, your team's not awful by any means, but I think... Nolan's team and my this is outside of looking in right I don't care yeah uh and I think Ryan's team I think Kiefer seems pretty pretty shit to be honest with you um hey we want we want real talk on this pod bro this yeah no it's <clears> not personal <throat> it, we got a lot of weeks yeah, to he lost. I mean I don't yeah I'm not in the league so I don't care yeah. I mean, he's got big ben, He's hurt for the year he's got Saquon well, say, great Damian Williams say, is average he just got rid of Keenan Allen save it for say, we, we, we'll cover that matchup
1: yeah, I mean, I, I will agree with you, Dylan. I think this is the best matchup of the whole entire week. And I, if you look at the players, I mean, they're pretty much evenly matched for the most part, pound for pound. Yeah, I you think – Would anybody
0: disagree? No, I think Dylan – I mean, I, I'm a big Darren Waller fan. Um, I've got him in a lot of other leagues. I think he's a solid – I mean, you know, the approach he took is he obviously waited on – I mean, his team is, you know, running backs on the block. So, his whole approach was to draft a lot of running backs. Running backs and trade them. And trade them. And so, um, I mean, that's worked to this point because he got Keenan. I'm a huge Keenan fan, too. So, uh, Carson Wentz is a good quarterback. I don't know if his receiving core is going to stay healthy and he's going to stay healthy. But I think just based on where he's at in week two, I think he's definitely a top 16. Yeah. And
1: my, my other league, he's actually my third, my starting KB. Wentz, is yeah. In that league. I mean, if you drafted so do, Wentz is like, your starting quarterback. I mean, yeah, I do, I do like Carson Wentz as a fancy player.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I think the matchup was good. Uh, I don't really have anything else. I, I gave, I gave myself the Golden Apple Award just for scoring the most points. But I, I kind of agree with Dylan. Is uh, I didn't initially mark this my, my Melodies game of the week, but I think I would change that um, just because of what exactly what Dylan said. So. Uh any any other big takeaways or bench players that you guys are fond of or anything like that before we move on?
1: On this particular uh, matchup. Yeah.
0: Anything anything else about this matchup that's <clears throat> worth noting? Um I mean I'm a big uh I'm a big Devin Singletary fan. I, I drafted him out of the right out of the gate. Um I think he's gonna before the I think before the end of the year he's gonna definitely uh see significant snaps and see uh, more and more playing time over Frank Gore. But other than that, no, not really. I mean I'm with you on that, but to me, I worry about Josh Allen and how much he runs the ball. Like, I'm not saying it's Cam Newton, but Frank Gore, is, he's going to get his 10 carries a game. If Josh Allen's running the ball, Buffalo's not a good offense. So at some point, something's got to give. And I think, I don't know who Devin Singletary is in terms of talent, but I feel like everyone's been, you know, there was the one injury who, who got injured. Or do they trade somebody? From, How he, they trade. They traded, They traded.
1: They traded shady. Yeah, shady. And, yeah, Le'Veon. McCoy But he's LeSean, LeSean McCoy's on no one's team right now. But the biggest thing about LaShawn McCoy, I don't think he's gonna get that many touches with uh with Williams. No, 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 Darren Williams. No,
0: I agree. I'm saying like, Uh-oh. I feel like once he
1: got McCoy got traded
0: or cut or whatever he, whatever it was, like Devin Singletary's values like shot up because he now oh yes, yes right yes, he yes. now has a st- starting job. But I guess my right. point is is I don't think he is on a championship team as a starter. No, he's not. He's a good. He's a good depth piece. He'll for the sure. First running back off the bench. Sure. That's all. That's, he's not. He's not a starter. Sure. But I think, I think he could be by the end. Like, potentially, uh, be a, uh, like a flex player towards the end of the no, year. No, I agree with that. For sure.
1: And and by the way, real quick, while on the Bills, I'm just gonna throw this out. I think the Bills made the playoffs, and for some reason, I'm feeling a little froggy. I think they got 12 and four. I'm, gonna, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna throw that out there. Uh, I uh, out. I have no
0: idea what their schedule looks like. I'm just gonna go with history and say they are not gonna be 12 and four. I'll maybe 12 and four. I, I can see I can see 10 and six, maybe eight and eight, maybe nine and seven, something like that. Eight and eight to 10 and six. I don't see 12 and four. So I got a but... question for you guys. Kyler Murray does he finish as a top 10 fantasy quarterback this year? Top 10? Uh, yes, I think right uh, at nine or 10. I agree. I don't
1: think so. I think he's too little. I think he might get hurt in the league.
0: Uh, I would agree with you, except he's, he hasn't gotten hit that much. He doesn't ran that much. They try to keep him upright. Um, he's thrown he like 40 quick. times. A, he's thrown 90-something passes in two games. Unless they change their offensive approach. Yes, they're not. He's going to sling the, hell he's gonna the sling ball. He's going to sling the ball. And eventually their red zone is going to get better. Yeah, they have three trips inside the five-yard line to kick three field goals. Right. I mean, if two of those are touchdowns, you're looking at a 40-point game last week in a breakout. I, I'm 100% on board with you, Dylan. I think – I mean – And he hasn't my draft, He hasn't ran. He, he's like ran for 10 yards. Right. He hasn't he's going to run at some point. He's, he's getting the ball out of his hands quick. He hasn't ran yet. He hasn't broken out. They're just getting him comfortable. And then he'll – I think as the year goes on, he'll get more and more I'm a, um, I'm a productive. Huge, I'm a huge Kyler Murray fan. Yeah, it's funny okay. you mention that. I actually, I actually have both of those guys as both of my quarterbacks in my league. I have Lamar and Kyler Murray. Yeah, I targeted them in every league. Yeah. Dual threats.
1: How many leagues are you in again? Three. Ron. Rah-
0: Three. 30. Only two that I really care about. The other one's like a, a bullshit, obviously. There's two that I, I really care about. You gotcha. All right, I cool. All right. all right, good shit. Um, all right, moving on. So the next matchup was Midas 3P, which was Tyler Whitley. Scored 107. And I should say the scores. Um, sorry, I didn't say that the scores on the matchup. Uh, scored 107.7. Played the sexual drive heaves, which is Corey Bennett, who scored 120.8. And Corey obviously took that victory. Uh, with with about a thirteen point margin, uh, I'll I'll lead off here. So um, I think that uh, if I had to rank the teams, uh, I think Corey and I are right there. Corey's made some really good moves. Um, his he made that first move with with Mosley that we talked about last week. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is obviously living up to the hype and he's repeating his his performance from last year, which is absolutely amazing, especially considering he lost his number one receiver um huh. that guy's just he's out of this world and so if if we did a redraft if you had to do a redraft in each of your leagues patrick mahomes i think went in like the third where would you take him today he, he, first round first round into the first
1: i was about to say i think patrick mahomes is like a young aaron Rodgers when he was, when he was balling he out, yeah you the yeah, yeah. aaron Rodgers, and, and then you know, there was Minnesota everybody out else out 12. Yeah. yeah and then
0: there was everybody else right yeah i I mean, at the same time, though, you could also say about Lamar Jackson, because right he's balling out. I mean, do you think it's going to be sustained? I don't. I think at some point it's going to regress a little bit. But Well, and that's the crazy thing is, like, if you look at quarterback, even though he's balling out, like, you look at Josh Allen, who scored 22 points, that's only an eight-point difference. And it seemed like Patrick Mahomes threw 1,000 touchdowns. Right. But like, he threw a four-in-one 4, four in one quarter They didn't throw anymore. I right. Mean, he could have easily had six, but they were up so much. Wait. It wasn't a competitive game. Yeah. And so, to that point, I mean, even – even – it seems like you should take him in the first and second round, but if you just – if you compare numbers and quarterbacks, I still think it, it makes sense to wait even though I'm not – I probably wouldn't, you know. it's and that's the hard part about being – drafting, you have to be super disciplined because their urges to take the best quarterback in the game. But right. based on the numbers, the numbers tell you to wait. How much better is it, right? He's only he's only 10 points better than the second best. So exactly. It's like you should just wait. And then you and the got – The second best is only three better than the third, and the third is only one and one and one and whatnot. Right. And Lamar Jackson went undrafted in some leagues. And he's, I think he's, I don't know if he's number one, but he's right behind Patrick Holmes. So, I mean, but as far as this matchup goes, I really like uh, Corey's team. I, I'm very surprised at him laying off playing uh, John Ross and and Marquise Brown, to be honest with you. They both had back to back blowout weeks, and he played Nicole Hardman over them. Granted, it didn't hurt him. He still won. But I was just pretty shocked by that. Um, I probably would have played Marquise, Marquise Brown against arizona to be honest with you just gut um because he's been balling out but yeah i mean i like Corey's team a lot i think tyler's team isn't bad by any means i think matt ryan kind of screwed him throwing through picks but um i don't know how much deductions picks are in your league but that could be you know a six point swing there and it could have been 113 to 120 yeah i think they're what they're are they four or two what's what's standard it's their standard
1: Four, I think. I four, four. So that's a, tw- yeah. that's, a,
0: that's a 12 point swing for him. I mean, he could have won. That won. Game. And, and if O.J. Howard didn't get hurt. There you go. I mean,
1: I didn't even uh, think about
0: that. Yeah, that's that's a good call, Dylan. Uh, yeah, I mean, O.J. Howard hitting the goose egg, that's right. That never helps. But yeah, silly. Matt Ryan throwing three picks. Yeah, he should have won that game. Which I, you can probably go to uh, Corey's team and say, hey, you know, Hardman should have sure, eradicated. Right. I mean, you could, Cr- yeah, if Christian McCaffrey doesn't get swallowed up all the Exactly. Game. I mean, yeah, right. But I mean, Matt Ryan throwing three picks is pretty, pretty rare for the most part. I think it's like his fifth time or something like that. It's yeah. pretty and kind a of twelve-year career. But yeah, I think both those teams are good. Are you guys worried about Stefan Diggs?
1: Uh, I hope not. I have uh, him on my team. No, not really. <laughs> but hey, uh, speaking of this matchup, I do, I do like Corey. I like I like Corey's team just because he has Cream Hunt too. People forget he's with Cleveland. He's not. He hasn't played in a, a year and a half almost.
0: Yeah, but is he going to be relevant
1: as a fantasy football player? He's a good football no, player. He'll be, relevant.
0: he'll be relevant as a, as a, as a rotational back. I he agree. He's not going to be relevant. Because is too good.
1: I think he will. He, he could be a flex, you know. if, if I think he will be a flex in the red zone.
0: He court. could be, for sure. I don't think he couldn't be. I think he definitely has the potential to be. But I just don't see – I mean, they could use him. They got him for a reason, right? They should use him. But we'll see. So, okay, let's say – how many touches do you think that Chubb gets a game? Right now, 20. 20. 20? Okay. So, let's, let's – it's not going to be half. Like you're not going to cut Chubbs. Head. So that would be if you if you just cut it in half, that would be ten touches for Hunt.
1: There's no way it's
0: half. So you're talking about like well, who's well, but Chubbs not the only getting touches right now at the backfield. They've got to have a number two. I don't know who it is, but okay, whoever that number two is is getting theirs gone. I mean, Korean Hunt's going to come in and take whatever number two is. So maybe that number two is getting six touches a game. He's getting six, and he's taking away three from Chubb, so he's getting 10 touches a game. Okay, so the only the only mm. way that Hunt is actually relevant is if somehow the Browns become the Saints of last year with a prolific offense, because that's basically what you're saying is that Hunt becomes Ingram. And I'm not saying I mean, like the style, but I'm saying in terms of touches and production. Right. I mean, I, I, it could happen. I mean, people were you know jumping on the bandwagon preseason after they lost the first week. Got embarrassed I, by the Titans, which was awesome.
1: Yeah, I jumped on the bandwagon too. <laughs> Everybody
0: did. You don't do <laughs> so, I got.
1: I got <laughs> yeah, I got sold. I got sold.
0: <laughs> I I don't. I mean, I I would not own Hunt. Um, I would own Hunt. I would I mean, drop him. I might I might I think exactly if a way to fly on him
1: and keep him. I don't think so. But I mean, but at the end, at the end of the day, owning the Cream Hunt could be a good trade piece too. That's the only you know, you right. think, That's the only reason I would get somebody Dude, he could out one know week and just
0: be like, "See, yeah, I'd be trying to yeah, trade exactly. him to to Tyler." Honestly, it's like, and actually, hey, dude, as a backup, like as a handcuff, right. like let me flip this for a flex today, type thing. And I also think uh, if I'm Corey, I would definitely try to be packaging a two for one for somebody because he just got a lot of he's got a lot of depth. I mean, John Ross is balled out two games in a row. Marquise, Marquise Ryan Ryan, Ryan, Brown bought balled out. Right, yep. Nicole Hardman. I would definitely try to flip some guys for. But no one, no one's, nobody. Maybe nobody wants him. Right? Not I Ross. That. I mean. You're gonna get AJ Green back at some point, and uh, Dalton's not gonna throw for 400 yards every game. I mean, sure, but I mean, Hollywood Brown is looking pretty good so far. Yeah, I mean, I would say he would be a piece. Like if you could pair him he's a, with he's a Deshaun Jackson, right? He's a right. bus guy. Right. But he's, he's a big time boom. The problem is, is that it would have been the perfect pairing with Connor if Connor, if Big Ben didn't get hurt and Connor didn't get hurt. But now, if you pair Connor with Marquise Brown, you'd be looking to get an upgrade at RB2. I don't think you're getting that upgrade anymore. So it's a hard pairing. Like, wh- Who do you pair Marquise Brown with to get an upgrade at a starting position?
1: Uh, on Corey's team?
0: Yeah. I mean, you could trade Miko Harbin to whoever has Tyreek Hill. I mean, because that's his handcuff for now. Tyreek Hill's out six weeks. That's five weeks' worth of production. I'm mean, not uh, know if you're going to get a number 1 out of it, right? Yeah, but, I'm not trading I'm not trading <clears throat> uh, Hill for Hardman and Marquise Brown. No, you wouldn't trade No, you would trade him to whoever has Hill cuz Miko Hardman is No, no, no. Sorry, Kill right. No, now. Yeah, no, I'm saying cuz you said it was, I agree with you. Marquise Brown is a piece. I think he's a really valuable piece. But my question is is who are you going to pair Marquise Brown with on this team to actually make it an upgraded a position? Cuz Right, it, I'm saying uh, you, you trade Miko Hardman. Nobody and, really. And and Marquise Brown and you trade him to Chase's team and you get – I mean, it depends on how you feel about their players, right? You get Christian Kirk maybe because he's going to be balling out because they're going to be throwing 40 times a game. Um, Does that upgrade you? Is that better than Marquise Brown? I don't know. Uh, I I think Corey has a really good team, but this question – to me there's tons of – like Antonio Brown scares the fuck out of me, and then James Conner scares the fuck out of me.
1: Well, wait, so why does Antonio Brown scare the fuck out of that? Because I don't think Are he's going to play all 16 games. I think he's going to be he's on the exemption list. Suspended. Yeah, yeah, he is
0: suspended. Okay, or something. okay.
1: Yeah. I, I respect that. That's what I'm saying. Oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Something else, yeah.
0: I just can't envision a world where he actually plays 16 games. All right, let's move well, on to the next but, one.
1: But hold on. He, he also does play for New England. They always find a way to keep guys on the field.
0: I don't think it'll be up to them eventually. I think it'll – it's going to be a commissioner's call, but – all right, we'll we'll move on. Anything else on uh, Tyler's team? No, oh, I like yeah. it. It's not a bad, not a bad team. I just don't think it's as good as. I mean, if, if Matt Ryan plays up to par, then I think he's got a, a, definitely a solid team. and definitely a potential playoff team. So I dropped Philip Lindsay in a in a ten team league this week. I didn't feel great about it, but I dropped not I mean, I, I I mean, his running backs are kind of low. I mean, he's got Chubb right, but that's a, Everybody else is kind of uh eh.
1: Golden he Tate definitely could, make a move.
0: Yeah, Golden Tate could be a, a good flex. Yeah, I think he's got some stuff he needs to cash in at some point. All right, we'll move on. Uh, so, next is Bob Kraft's Orchids of Asia. Uh, Charlie Banks, newcomer, scored 87.1, took the victory over off the corner, which is Joe, Matt's cousin, 74.8. So, this was a low-scoring affair. And I don't hate his team. I mean, DJ Moore I'm not a big fan of, but you got Jarvis Landry on the bench. Portland Sutton, not bad. Jordan Howard's supposed to be good, but hasn't done shit. Um, Cam Newton, obviously, is a big dud there. Yeah, but he had Tom Brady. Huh? Why yeah. he, Why didn't he start Tom Brady playing Miami? Maybe because he thought yeah, he'd be I don't up? Understand that. Maybe he thought I guess. He'd, I he'd be up. I don't understand. I don't play Cam wow. Newton in anything. Nah, I just, I I'm, I'm not even as a Falcons fan. Just as three years ago, sure. But now with the injuries and everything, he's just not the same.
1: I'm I'm willing I'm willing to bet Cam Newton he won't play this whole entire year. I'm willing to bet right about week six he shuts it down. There's some injury that's going to happen. I mean it's because he don't he don't it, he don't he don't look the same. No, I
0: know. Oh. I mean I've heard. I think it was Mike Vick that said that this is his last year as a Panther. I mean there's like a lot of people that believe that he's he's done as a Panther after this year. I can see that, but I mean in terms of fantasy though, I mean this this both of these teams, I don't hate. I think. uh they both have potential. I like uh, Charlie's team better. Josh Allen's got big boomer bust potential. we got Zeke, Mike Evans, Sammy Watkins. I mean, everybody – Chris Carson just had a down week. I like his whole entire team. He's got DK Metcalf on the bench. Yeah, I know he – he. Uh, we talked about Aaron Rodgers for a little bit. He's looking for a quarterback. Uh, I think it's tough to trade for quarterbacks because you're probably giving up a flex. Obviously, I got Woods. Uh, especially with Josh Allen playing decent, but I don't think you want to walk into fantasy playoffs with Josh Allen as your quarterback. So I think at some point hey, – But he's got real hey, brothers too. So
1: Ron, eh. Ron I do, if I'm not mistaken, didn't Charlie draft Josh Allen last – his last pick, wasn't it? Or somewhere probably. down there? Oh, yeah, probably. I, I think he he said, he said, you know what, if I do win the league, it's going to be because of Josh Allen. Well, I
0: yeah. think – Yeah, I think he'll end up making – him. I mean, he was – he's looking for I – and mean, he sent an email saying, I'm looking for a quarterback and a running back. So obviously he's – he knows that he don't want to use Josh Allen the entire year. At some point, it's you know,
1: but I think I think if we go start talking about the teams, I'm not a huge fan of Sammy Watkins as a starter. I think, like like Dylan just said, he's really big boomer buzz. He's all or nothing. It's a home run or strikes out.
0: Hundred percent, I agree. I agree. I yeah, I'm not a Sammy Watkins guy. I just there's too many mouths to feed. He he'll get hurt. He's never ever done it on the NFL's scale. Uh, but he wasn't drafted. I, don't, I mean, if he was drafted, he was at the very end. So it's really not
1: it's just like kind of like wait and see. You're not dropping him. Right. Yeah, so. so I think that'll be tough. I, I think that looking for a trade with uh, Charlie, I think it'll be tough for a trade for Sammy Watkins. Right.
0: Next one, I think uh, Rico and Kiefer. I think we talked about this a little bit earlier. Actually, Rico, now that I'm looking at your team more, I actually don't dislike it as much. I do think – I didn't see Derek Henry on there. I overlooked him earlier. I don't – I like it. I don't – other than Tyrell Williams. I think maybe Matt Breda long-term. Uh, or Peyton Barber shit. I don't know.
1: Yeah. So, so, you're, carrying so you're carrying
0: three defenses too. So, so, Rico with Juju took this 82-9. to nine. So, this was the smallest margin of victory. You guys scored in the 80s, but it was a competitive game. Uh, yeah, well, the, the good thing for
1: me – a good thing that helped me was I had two players going Monday night. So, I had Baker Mayfield and Le'Veon Bell. And I was sweating bullets all night long <laughs> until the game, game was over. I stayed up watching the entire, entire <sighs> game. And I thought I was going to lose whenever Baker threw the pick off of uh, o- Odell's hands. And then Le'Veon gets the ball, fumbles the ball, and they're freaking on the 10-yard line. I was like, fuck, I'm about to lose.
0: That's the best thing huh. about fantasy football, it makes those games that would have been irrelevant and you would have, like, went to sleep. Especially on the East Coast, like, you're making a commitment staying up super late like that, you know?
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. So, yeah. so true.
0: <laughs> so uh, Big Ben's out. Um, I'm not, I am was never a huge Deshaun Jackson fan. I mean, I know it was only one week, but I, I – He's boomer bust. Dude, dude, Max, man. That's always always been. Always been. And, yeah. I, I, I mean, I understand why he started him. I think Kenny Galladay is the, the dude – uh I mean hindsight again twenty twenty, but Deshaun Jackson, dude, I I would never want to own that guy just because it's a coin toss every single week. Yeah, I agree. I mean Kenny Galladay is the number one, right? I mean him and Marvin Jones. Oh yeah. Basically. I mean it's basically a one A one B. I would definitely have played Kenny Galladay over Deshaun Jackson. Personally. I, and I, I agree. have I have
1: Galladay. Uh 1B, but... I, I I wouldn't. I would play the Deshaun playing against Atlanta. I mean obviously we're all Atlanta fans and on our secondary isn't that good. Sure. If, no, if we're yeah, if, if we're yeah. being honest. No, I agree. Chance. I
0: wouldn't. I'm not hating it. Yeah, I mean, I I don't hate it, but at the same time, I would have thought the Chargers would have been up big and they'd have been throwing the ball a lot. To I was going to say, I I I think I. W- I mean, I I don't want to be that guy that's like Monday morning quarterback. I would have confidently. I mean, I think I confident. I am confident saying that I would have started Galladay over Jackson, just because just from a target perspective, like Deshaun right. Jackson is going to catch two for for eighty and a touchdown. Like he's not. He doesn't get a yeah, lot of targets. Seven targets. Yeah. yeah. He's not gonna get ten targets for game, yeah. right? And as my as my number two receiver, I, I want I want consistency. You want catches, yeah. you want Targets, right? Yeah, I'll take targets over over deep threat any day. Respect that. Um. So I had, uh, so this matchup, I had a lot of awards for. So I had the mailman award. So this goes to the the biggest bust. So I hate giving it to Big Ben and to Deshaun Jackson because they got hurt, but. That obviously was the difference in this game. I mean, three and zero. So, combined three points between two starters, it, it's it's tough to win a game like that. 100%. Yeah. And I gave Kenny Galladay the uh, Narshan Award because if he would have started Galladay over – He was a winner, right? Yeah. it was a win. Over Damian Williams or over Miles Jackson or over okay, – Yeah. I mean, he could have started in three started started different any spots. Player. Yeah. Any other bench any player. Any other bench player. <laughs> yeah. He would have won. He would have won. He would have won. <laughs> yeah. And that's tough because that that would have sent him two and zero, and, and
1: studies one and one. So, well, if we're looking at those teams, uh, I don't see why Kiefer has. I know I got three defenses. I'm gonna say that. I know I got three. I actually drafted. Yeah. Can you can today. you
0: explain? Can you please walk us through I, this?
1: So, so I, I drafted one, uh, like in the eleventh round. And I drafted another one. not even paying attention, and I think I picked up on wave wires. Night. I was gonna say, you know, I'll draft one. I'll drop one week one. I just haven't dropped one yet. Bro, you got to you got to get one. That's waivers. on me. That's that's on me. That's mm-hmm. on me. I will admit disrespecting the league. But but I am two and out. Let's be honest. Let's be honest here. All right, you won. I'll give you that. But but let's but look look at keeper team. He has six running backs. Six running backs. Hey, running. He's so got to
0: start moving some. Got to start moving some of those because a lot of those are handcuffs too. Yeah. All right, that's we'll move it on, on. We'll move it on. So next game is uh, blackout. Moe scored seventy-two point three. That's Justin Mosley. He got beat by a huge disappointment. That's Chase Grizzell that put up 95.3. Yeah, I mean, Blackout Mosley got screwed by Drew Brees, right? Negative 0.5 points. Yeah, like, And he did, a- He had just traded for him. Even if he just gets his production of 17 points, you're looking at a 89. So you're looking at a much more competitive game. Yeah. And he got screwed by TJ Hawkinson, too. But he got screwed all around. I mean, Duke Johnson I'm not a big fan of. but TJ Hawkinson bet- was such an overreaction to week one. Right, and then Duke Johnson, I'm sure he drafted him, thinking he'd be the workhorse before, yeah. they, before they started. I mean, I did the same thing. And yeah. then they got Carlos Hyde, and like, fuck. I think but. he got him in that trade, but, um, yeah. I mean, Duke? Yeah, I think he got him in that trade with Corey the first week. Chase's Maybe team I don't he. hate. I like Chase's team. Um, especially when Tyreek Hill comes back, it'll be a lot better. I, I don't like – I'm not a huge Deshaun Watson fan, man. I don't know what it is about him. Dude, he, he gets hit so why not? much. He gets hit so much. I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't play Dak. Dak's been blowing it up this year. I mean, he's got but Dak. The, I like Dak a lot this year. But
1: but the biggest thing about Deshaun Watson, he throws the ball 30, 30, 35 times a game. I get it. But
0: he's going to – He's like, like Ron said, he's going to get hurt. He gets crushed. He gets crushed, man. I watched him. I watched him play because I got Hopkins in two leagues, and I was just cringing because he takes so many damn hits. I like him. I don't think he's bad, but I think, you know, David Carr wouldn't have been bad if he didn't get killed every fucking play. Right. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think Dak would be – if he plays Dak. Uh, Especially because I – mean, he's, he's he's dangerous. I, the Houston Jackson, I mean, that's an that's, that's inner division. Um, and Jacksonville's no slouch. I mean, you're taking away – you might as well just erase Hopkins from the game, which happened. Yeah. The jackson has got a hell of a defense, right? Yeah. I mean, so – I mean, it was – Yeah. I mean, I – I can understand you drafted Deshaun Watson as you know number two overall quarterback, so I'm not sitting here saying you shouldn't have started him. But uh, and maybe Dak was a fluke. It's only that was only week two, so I, I get it. But
1: but the, the only my only concern about Dak Prescott, he, he's a great and I'm not great. He's a good NFL quarterback because he doesn't turn over the ball. But the thing is, he doesn't throw the ball downfield that much either.
0: No, he doesn't. But I like him because of the run game. Like those little play action, easy two yard passes, and he's and, and he's got talent. I mean, Gallup's hurt, but. Week two. I mean, you just look at his projections. Amari uh, Cooper, yeah. Dak, Dak. Yeah, Mark Cooper. He's got Jason Witten. And Dak Prescott. Wow. I mean, you look at the projections. Like, he was projected to be better than Deshaun Watson. Uh, speaking of Dallas, by the way, I saw this pop up the other day. That Did you know that Jason Witten, I think, is number five in red zone targets right now? Overall, for the entire league. Yeah, I mean, he been his, a That's point. his
1: career, though. That's his career. That's his career. That's what no, no, I'm saying if somebody, needs a,
0: somebody needs a tight end pickup, like, off the way. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Boy. Oh, he's gone. I mean, after this week, oh, okay. yeah, he's definitely picked up. I mean, I think in every league, not just ours. I mean, if you, I think he's on in every league, especially how, how uh, depleted you know tight ends are, um, uh, especially how uh, shitty was yeah, in the look- booth too. He, oh, was, as shitty as he was, was in the booth, he needed to come back.
1: Terrible, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> uh, also, looking at this team about team, huge disappointment. Uh, I'm not a fan of John Brown for some reason.
0: You no, know, I'm not. I, he's the Sean Jackson. I, but,
1: yeah. He yeah, is, I'm but he's actually John been, Brown. Yeah,
0: he's getting more consistent targets in Buffalo though, because they're they're slinging the ball right now. Yeah. But um, you're not playing I mean, that. Him and mm. you never feel comfortable playing that guy. Like if you have he to, to, right? He's he drafted Tyree Kill. Yeah. And he's got he's got Christian Kirk, which I like because again they throw it 40 times a game. Yeah. But I guess but my he, whole thing is like when you're drafting, I I just don't, I never draft those guys because I don't understand the point. Like if I don't envision you, especially in the later rounds, like I, to me, I mean someone has to draft and don't get me wrong at some point, but. Those guys, like you're, you, you can't trade them. They're not assets. No one's trying to trade for one of those guys, and like you never feel comfortable playing. So if it's a bye week, I mean, you're not getting a ton of targets. You're just hoping that he catches
1: a long touchdown. I don't
0: know. Right. I'm just not a huge fan, especially now in a point three PPR. There's no targets.
1: But on the on the flip side of that, to Blackout Moe's team, uh, this to me a solid fancy player is Emmanuel Sanders. I'll do like Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, he's a, he's a like, comeback player of the, of the year. Of targets.
0: Yeah. A lot, a lot, yeah, he gets targets, a lot of
1: targets, so. and he's gonna have what seventy yards receiving a game, just about, if not more.
0: Yeah, and it gets throws a Teddy in it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't dislike it. All right, I think we just lost Dylan. He said his his phone was gonna die, but all good. All right, we'll move on. Uh, so last game, so we had rest in peace, Eddie Money. Uh, who is Eddie Money? Am I am I dumb? Uh, is it the song? I, I don't know. I, don't know. I, mean, I
1: think it was on Monday. Monday, I think maybe. I don't know. Uh, who's his?
0: Pi- who's his? P- who's his picture of? I don't know. I don't know who that is. So he put up a whopping sixty-five point two points. Uh, I think that definitely gives him the uh, the nineteen Dolphins award for being the worst team of the week. Uh, got beat by his little brother. Uh, get your popcorn ready, Mitch Nawacky. Put up one seventeen point three, um, and that's with Alvin Kamara who didn't have a good game, but now Matt's traded him away. So, I think Matt's got an uphill battle the rest of the year. Yes,
1: without Alvin Kamara. So, he's looking at someone running back being Carry on. Yeah, and he lost He
0: lost David Njoku. I think he broke his wrist. Yes,
1: um, he's out.
0: He's out. Um, I mean, I don't know why he didn't play Mike Williams. I don't think it would have made a difference, I guess. Um Nine point two. I'm not a Tariq Cohen fan. It's point three PPR. I, I don't know why he drafted him as a flex.
1: This is this is a t- dumb. This is a dumb question on my part. In our league, do we get points as far as like say he he returns a punt or a kick? Do we get a, a TD for that? Yeah, you get. I you get
0: a t- I think it's standard. If it's standard, you do. Um, I okay, think it is. Yeah. yeah if, he, do- he, if he returns a touchdown or a punt for a t- or if he returns one of those for a touchdown, yeah, you get six points.
1: All right, because I do know there's. Some like that, that don't do that. And by the way, Eddie Money, uh, he thinks uh, Two Tickets to Paradise, if I'm mistaken. Uh, okay. Maybe. Gotcha. So that's who Eddie Money is.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think Matt got a little caught up in, in uh, Bears love and them being like this Super Bowl-bound team. I mean, Allen Robinson, Uh, I, I, he's never done anything in the NFL, and he's been in the NFL for years. <laughs> um Alaron, he's he's okay he he's a guy
1: he's a good guy to play all in the bye week
0: yeah and then i i think i remember him drafting russell wilson and like kind of early and russell wilson's fine i don't he started him i'm trying to look at the projections russell was projected to go higher but he started Stafford. I'm, I'm just not a Stafford fan like he's so he can go be so hot so cold i just don't like the the randomness of it all. Like, between both those guys, like, it's so tough to to pick week to week. Who do you want to start, Wilson or Stafford? Like, it's a literal uh, coin flip every week.
1: I think he was looking at more of their planet chargers and then, like Dylan alluded to earlier, they're going to be behind. So, they're going to throw the ball 40 times. Yeah, and at home. home In in a dome. Yeah. I mean, he he obviously
0: didn't, you know, uh, Najoku getting hurt. That was at zero points. Kamara... But Brees getting hurt. I mean, you don't expect him to get 6.3. So, I, I mean, I love, I like Thielen, uh, Carry on Johnson. Some people love, not a huge fan. Like, I, I've never seen a, a, a Lion be good in fantasy football. Um, but I don't know.
1: If you look at his his players, six of the starting players are all in the same division.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that was on purpose. I, mean, I mean, you kind of talked about. Him being a huge Bears fan and just like watching that division a lot. So maybe that's where his eyes are. (laughs) Maybe there's something to that. I don't know. Um, Looking at Mitch's team, um, Jared Goff is his only quarterback. I think that's a problem, especially on the road.
1: Obviously, I'm not a a Jared Goff fan. No, I don't think anyone is. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not a fan. And then also, obviously, Atlanta fan here, but like Devontae Freeman. Really not. Dude, a fan he's terrible. He's, what and the Austin hell? Hoop, yeah, and Austin Hooper is a freaking. He's more of a blocking tight end to me.
0: I mean, he's he's not going to be mistaken for Kelsey at all. But he gets so much, so much targets, and I think Atlanta's a good offense, so your opportunity scores there. I mean, I think you can do a lot worse than Austin Hooper at tight end. I think he could probably be a top ten tight end. But yeah, I, I agree with you. He's not. He's not like a, a wide receiver turned.
1: Tight end yes. by any means. Correct. Uh, but looking at his bench, I do like uh, the receiver from the Jaguars? Westbrook, I know only got .6, but I think he's going to have a really good I think he's have a really good year this year. Yeah, I mean, DD.
0: if you're talking about – I think Larry Fitzgerald is going to have one hell of a year. And I was – I, I try to avoid Larry Fitzgerald, but there's – he's just passing so much. Murray's passing so much. Larry Fitzgerald has to get at least 10 of those targets. Uh, and I know it's not like, you know, it's not one point PPR, but um, he's just getting so many targets. I think he's a safe flex play, especially over someone like Devontae Freeman. I'm playing such Gerald over Freeman
1: any day. Yes, I, I totally agree. And something um, anybody else on the team, I mean, just the bit. I mean, Tevin Coleman,
0: I like decent talent, but there's a lot of back, there's a lot of running backs there. I don't think. Yeah, ever. I don't think he's an asset to trade. I don't think he's someone you you want to start. Same thing with Ronald Jones, um, Geronimo Allison, like Didi Westbrook. Like that's just you can't trade those guys. Like no one's like jumping off, um, or jumping out of their phone or jumping into their phone to hit the accept button for D.D. Westbrook or Geronimo Allison or Ronald Jones or Tevin Coleman. Like, like that's the whole point of having people on your bench is to to turn into assets. Um, yeah, no, I. Mean, so, I agree, hundred and ten percent. And then Tyler Boyd's gonna be a problem. I mean, what happens when AJ comes back? Do you? I mean, is he still like a? Is he still a number two receiver?
1: Uh, I think he goes number three, and oh, yeah. John Ross. That's yeah, that's true. I don't know. So you're talking about picking up John Rawls? that AJ comes back when six, eight. Yeah, I think they said it's gonna be longer than I originally
0: expected, but still, I mean, once he comes back, Tyler Boyd. Um. Yeah, maybe he goes to number. Number two or number three in points. Um, I don't know. It depends on if John Ross can keep it up. Yes, be be interesting <laughs> to see. All right. Um, yeah, I'm not huge. I think I put I think I put Mitch in my top six last week. Um, I need to reassess. I'll, I'll like maybe like round week four, week five, like reassess like top six, like playoff projections. Um, I'm down because I think down for that Mitch is he's gonna have some issues trading. But maybe I'm maybe that. he'll get some waiver wire guys, but we'll see. Match- all right. And also
1: hold on, also in this yeah. matchup, I gave uh Matt's team the two thousand nineteen Miami Dolphins. Oh, one hundred percent. Sixty five points. Definitely. Yeah, that's that's Miami Dolphins yeah. all day long. All right. But in the end of the day you can't help it as I think I no. heard. So but still like I think that was probably the worst team of the week. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. I mean, this
0: score sixty five points you some unfortunate things have to happen. So I think there's better days to come, but, um, you know, we are, we've already covered the, the, the Gallup thing. So I'm not going to beat a dead horse, but, um, he, he's going to have to do some, some expert managerial work to get that, to, to aid that team. So we'll see. Yeah. So real quick, before I get you out of here, um, just want to look at the, this week's matchups. So, um, uh, The Redemptions is playing Get Your Popcorn Ready. So that's me and Mitch, two teams that are 2-0. I think I'm projected like, 116 and Mitch is at 100. So there's a 16-point difference, but, you know, projections normally have nothing to do with who wins or loses. But um, I think that's worth mentioning just because of the two 2-0 teams. Um, Some other teams. So off the corner, Joe is playing Sexual Dry Heaves. Uh, I think Corey has a really good team, so, you know, nobody wants to start off 0-3. So, I think off the corner is kind of like a must – I would say semi-must win. Like, definitely next next week's a must win if he loses this game. So, that's a matchup I'm looking at or watching. Um, seeing who else. Uh, oh, you got Matt. Minus touch. Yeah, well, you got, Minus touch
1: yeah. in his game.
0: Yeah. I mean, you could go 0-3 for sure. Yeah, that's a good point. But look at you got Eddie Money and Blackout Moes, oh both zero and two. So someone's got to win this game. Oh, um, so that's <laughs> I'm definitely paying attention to that game. It might be the Toilet Bowl, but uh, <laughs> someone's getting a victory. Someone's someone's coming out that one and two. So it's definitely something to watch.
1: What happens if they tie? <laughs> That'll be hilarious. Two
0: yeah, I don't I don't is uh is that
1: a uh, is that a possibility in this league? In this league, I don't think so because it's down to the decimal. I've been in a couple leagues. No, but you highs. can.
0: No, you can tie with it. I've tied multiple times with decimal. Believe it or not. Really? Yeah, I did it last year twice. Yikes! Yeah, That's my buzzkill.
1: How crazy is that? Yeah. yeah here, here's a question for you as being a fantasy player: When do you hit the panic button, and when do you hit the cruise button? Bro, I'm always
0: on panic. I'm always. I'm always trying to make trades and deals. I mean, I think zero and four. Is something where you're you're like willing to take on the most risk because I, mean, I I'm I'm an advocate of going down with the ship like I'm not just gonna stand by and not do anything and just lose like I'm gonna make some crazy trades and hope that they pan out so I think if you hit 0 and three like you that's not good 0 and three is tough to to overcome and I think in uh 13 week league 0 and three is not yeah. good yeah so I would say 0 and four is the panic button 0 three I'm getting ready to break glass.
1: All right. So when you hit the cruise, the cruise control.
0: I don't. I, I don't. I mean, I'm constantly trying to you upgrade never. my team. No, I mean, I'm. If there's a deal out there to make my team better, like, I mean, you never know. I think I'm always trying to put the best roster, the starting roster. I really don't care about depth. Like, as the closer I get to the playoffs, I'm I'm trying to put the best team on the field. Uh, I really don't care about depth. Gotcha. Yeah. And that's last just thing, my personal see- perspective.
1: Did you see the props this weekend with Matt? What he sent out, the props? I oh, like the weekly contest? Yeah.
0: I saw it. It looked really confusing. And I, I assume he'll just kinda of tell who the winner is.
1: So it said Ice Cold Week. Most active players scoring under ten points. All starter players qualify. Example, if you mo if you multiply teams or add if there are multiple teams added and are tied. Let's say there are three players under ten points, then we'll add up the player points. So is that just day. for
0: starters or starters and bench combined?
1: Uh, I think starters and bench combined. So you're talking okay. about, I mean, but the biggest thing is for me is like, what happens if if a guy don't get zero points, for instance, like AJ Green is on somebody's bench, he doesn't get score a point, obviously.
0: Yeah, like what if you have an IR person, and you have an extra player.
1: Yeah, so that's that's a good question. I wonder how would that work?
0: Well, if the commissioner actually came on the podcast, maybe he'd be. Oh able no, to no,
1: no, 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 no! Excuse me, he put it in parentheses: most active players scoring under ten points so okay. have to be actively playing. So that'll be interesting.
0: Uh, well, I want to see the math on that one. That's going to be fun to keep up with. <laughs> right. So uh, you gotta, you gotta. Hit hit Matt with a message after this and uh, get him to come on the pod. I mean, I think it's weird that we're two weeks in and the the commission won't even come on the pod. I know he's still butt, he's butt hurt. I get it, but man up and you know come come have a conversation with the boys about your uh your league, bro. Well, yeah, I'm sure
1: I'll see. I'm sure I'll see him this weekend. If depends on we play this weekend. I'll go hang out with them. We'll go watch football. I tell him to come on the pod next week.
0: Tell him to quit being so salty, man.
1: Yeah. Um. Sometimes you got to be that what way. The, button, what, I guess. What, what the hell? All
0: right, brother. Well, I appreciate you uh, jumping on, man. You did a great job. Hopefully you uh, continue to join us. For sure. We got to make sure we get those get those topics I sent you out. Oh, yeah. We'll get the, the, the Sacco and start talking some Super Bowl predictions. Gotcha.
1: Because I came up with some more good Sackos, too.
0: <laughs> keep, just keep a run, running tally of those things. I will. All right, brother. It's good talking All to right, you, man. I'll see. All, All right.
1: right peace later. <laughs>